everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 195. Yeah, numbers. Yeah. I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. We're back. With numbers. Like a number two in more ways than one. Right. (laughs) Yes. The most important number, two, is uh, what's involved in this week's episode because patrons of the show have chosen Pumpkinhead 2 Blood Wings for us to watch. Pumpkinhead 2 Blings. The sequel to the cult favorite Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. And they made a sequel to it where they just changed every fucking thing about Pumpkinhead. Uh, basically, yes. Yeah. I mean, except for Pumpkinhead, like, the, 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 the thing is there. Like, the costume and the whatever is... is it's, it's, it's a reasonable facsimile of the Pumpkinhead costume. Is it um, not the original? I mean, it... it... They had to rebuild it from scratch. Oh, shit. Okay. It was an entirely different production company. Huh. Um, yeah, because there's there's some stuff on the Blu-ray talking about how they were like, we had to sneak VHS footage of them building the first one to figure out how to build this one. It was like, why don't you own the rights to that? Like, <laughs> Yeah, that seems like, you know, hey, we're going to make an official sequel to a movie. Then they go, well, here are the things from that movie. Yeah, those Have props fun. belong to us. Yeah. yeah. It's not like they made Aliens. We're like, well, how do we make that thing? I don't know. <laughs> go watch Alien a bunch of times and figure it out. Um, okay. But yeah, so this is, it's it's another Pumpkinhead movie, but it's completely isolated from the first one. It has nothing to do with it. I don't even think it's taking place in the same town. Um, my notion is, is that maybe every small town has a Pumpkinhead. Uh, okay. So, and I'll... everyone's, it, it's like everyone's Pumpkinhead's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't all follow the same rules. That's what I'm going to go with here because. This is my pumpkin head. There are this... many like it, but this one is mine. <laughs> this is not my pumpkin head. This is, this is <laughs> my, my sweet, precious pumpkin head has been ruined. <laughs> um, so this movie starts in the past because it's in black and white. Uh, so therefore it has to be the past. Mm-hmm. And much and, like the past, it fucking sucks. Yeah, um, so there's basically, there's a deformed kid that lives in the woods, and there's a lady that takes care of him, and for some reason, there's a gang of assholes who are just like, hey, let's go murder that kid. Mm-hmm. It's not like just, hey, let's go let's go mess with the kid, it's let's literally go murder the kid. Yeah. Because like when one guy starts murdering him, none of the rest of them are like, hey, Jim, you're taking it too far. Stop it. It's yeah, we're totally murdering this kid. It is it is one of the most off-putting intros to a movie where I was just like, okay, what is I this is just gross and disgusting and I hate everything about this already mm-hmm. and I don't feel that anything is going to be satisfying about this because obviously if this is in the past, None of these teenage fuckers are going to get it. It's going to be some weird old adult versions of them, and that's not as satisfying because they will be different actors and have different mannerisms, and it won't matter. Yeah, and and, and on top of that, they don't even necessarily make it clear who is who from no. the, from the kid versions. Like, because there's very clearly the ringleader guy, which you can assume is the judge, right. only because like. In the way I mean, there are context clues that it's the judge only because like this guy is a fucking asshole the entire time and lets his asshole kid get away with everything. So yes. it's kind of clear. It's like, well, once a shithead, always a shithead, and you know he's king shithead. So right, but like even even like from the offset, like the the plot summary for this movie, I feel is like off a little bit because all right, I mean, all right, 
I didn't know anything about. I mean, as I said when we watched the Pumpkinhead the first, I'd never seen Pumpkinhead. <laughs> Obviously, I'd never seen the second one for sure. Sure, that's um, good. But like, it's called Pum- Pumpkinhead Two: Blood Wings, and the first line is like thrill-seeking teenagers resurrect a demon. You know, and I'm like, in my mind, when I see that this is suddenly in the '90s, like Blood Wings, I'm like, are this like? Is this like terminal velocity, but with Pumpkinhead? Like, you know, <laughs> right. like, are we talking like this is Point Break, but Pumpkinhead is like, you know, like coming out yeah. at the end? Like, thrill seekers, like, hey man, you heard about Pumpkinhead? Yeah. Let's go resurrect him and let's see what happens. Exactly, but it's just like thrill seekers are like, oh, it's kids who are bored in a small town and like, like, let's go stick firecrackers up a far- frog's ass, woohoo! You yeah. know, like that's their level of thrill seeking. It's fucking right. misleading it, it's, and annoying. It, it's okay, so. What happens is is that Andrew Robinson from Hellraiser and Deep Space Nine um, has used to live in this town, mm-hmm. moved away to New York to become a cop, and then comes back, and now he's the town sheriff. Can, can I just say, because like, I, I, like I've seen Hellraiser, but I, I don't think I really ever like, oh, it's this guy, you know, I look, just looked up his IMDb, and was like, oh shit, it's Garrick from Deep Space Nine, you know. Mm-hmm obviously heavily made up you know i didn't know this is what this dude looked like seeing him in this movie i was like it was messing with me the entire time because especially in this movie especially in cop uniform i was like i can't tell if you look like tom scarrett or um uh uh, uh f- fucking john voight like it, it is like like it is like like one scene it's like he's john voight and the next he's tom scarrett and like every time it kept changing and I know yeah. this is maybe my weird like face dysmorphia thing or whatever I have, <laughs> but like it was fucking with me this entire movie. <laughs> like, anyway, enough. but um, yeah, so they move back and they've got a kid played by Amy Dolan's mm-hmm. who is Bamp- just Bamfcast's own Amy Dolan's, by the way. Right. We have to claim um, her from Demolition University. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, she's just a shit. She's kind, just, kind she's of, just like, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't like your rules, dad. I'm going to do whatever sort of, I guess, because I'm a rebel. Bleh. Um, cause she's like going to school the first day and the, the, the thrill seeker kids are like, Hey, new girl, come over here. And can and we give you a like, lift? Yes. And he's like, yeah, but class. And you're like, who says we're going to class? And she's like, all right, fine. And then like, you know, like, yeah. And then, like they they interact, they have they hang out a few times, and it is just established that she and King Shithead are boyfriend girlfriend now. It's sort of like he just kind of claims her, and for some reason she goes along with it, and it's real weird. It is weird because like she goes along with it, but is always just like, ah, stop. Also, (laughs) I like okay, I understand it's a small town, and you know. Well, we don't know the size of the town, but it doesn't appear to be a very large town. No. Thusly, it's, there's probably... it's described as a holler often. <laughs> sure. But like, okay, so there's several things to this. None of these friends look like they should be friends with each other. Not a Absolutely single not. one of them. And I, no. I don't mean that like in a bad way, but I mean like even like archetypes, like they don't even, they're all different archetypes. They're, they're each, they're each members of the breakfast club. And yep. it's like, cause King Shithead is like. I guess a jock. I think he's wearing a Letterman jacket at one some point, maybe. But maybe. he's dressed kind of jockish. Then there's yes. like the loser kid who's just like, I guess, the stoner, and like, yeah, you know, he's kind of the Seth Rogen, you know, like of them. You know, it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Then you've got mm-hmm. this like Joker kid, you know, like yep. he's like he. I think he's definitely always wearing a Letterman jacket, but he's just like the hey, hey, all right. And then uh-huh. you got the punky girl, and I say that because she's punky and that she's punky and it's solely moon fry <laughs> yes it's punky brewster <laughs> yes i know but uh yeah i yep. don't know yeah so like it's 
like none of these people should be friends with each other. Like it and, seems like they they would all be friends with each other if they were the only five kids in town. Right, but what I'm also saying is like <laughs> if if it's a small enough town that like it's just circumstantial that they would be friends, their personalities would not be this divergent. Like right. they they would be all kind of into one thing because like small towns don't have a lot going on, and so they'd all be, you know, like there would be some commonality. Like these just seem like. Well, uh, they're yeah. thrill seekers, you see. No, they're not. And <laughs> like I said, I mean, like the Breakfast Club works because like they're not there on the, by their own accord. You know, like it's right. like, you know, that's why they become friends because they're stuck in detention, you know, and, or Saturday detention, whatever the fuck. And then, you know, it's yep. like th- that's like strike number one of this movie. Well, it's strike many one of many, I guess, but uh-huh. because yep. the whole intro is terrible. And then the story is terrible. And none of these people seem like they should be friends. And then the filmmaking just starts you know, being a problem in this movie too. There's mm-hmm. a couple things filmmaking wise that are actually kind of clever and then they just don't follow through with it or do anything interesting. It's just like, it's kind of like somebody who's like, I'll work on this was like, Hey, what if we did this? And somebody was like, yeah, sure. It's fucking Pumpkinhead too. gives a shit. And so they is were it, allowed to try is it, it when they put the camera on the shovel the camera on the shovel. There was a couple other like tricky, tricky things like that where it's like, Oh, yeah. that's actually kind of interesting. Like you actually got the camera down to an interesting, like filmmaking perspective level for, you know, uh, I mean, filmmaking techniques like, you know, putting the camera up high to look down at a person to make them feel little and small and insignificant or making it look up to make something look imposing. Like occasionally Uh they will do filmmaking techniques. And then it's just like, I don't know, put some strobe lights on because we don't know how to do any fucking thing. And it's just like, well, we will hide everything by the fact that like, you know, every time there's strobe lights. And on top of that, like every time there's a I know I'm jumping ahead because I don't really give a shit about the plot of this movie, but it's fine. fine. um, Every time there's like a pumpkin head kill stupid fucking music comes on yeah. every single time like like uh what's the word like just disparate music like it's like it has nothing to do like it's just like like i, I i've said on Banffcast prime before like when i was talking about umbrella academy occasionally getting clever with music and setting a song that you wouldn't think to a scene works like Freebird and king kingsman or the istanbul not constantinople and the umbrella academy but like yeah. this is just like uh, we don't have any money for licensed songs, so it's just like here, play something that sort of sounds like Patsy Cline while Pumpkinhead murders somebody, and right. it's just like the fuck, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's like it, it you you know you can you can have comedic uh, misfitting music if it's like you know works like you know like right. it, it's a recognizable song and you're like oh that's fucking weird you know I mean, the yeah. rest of our dogs you know like fucking cutting off a dude's ear while you're listening stuck in the middle with you it's just like that doesn't that's fucking weird and it's scary blue velvet you know like i mean all these right. things where it's like fucking psychopaths listening to a song but this is just like i don't recognize any of the song because it's fucking stock music and yeah why are you playing this now yeah you know <laughs> yeah so okay so what actually gets the movie going and mm-hmm. it takes a for fucking ever to get here it so does. The, th- the thrill-seeking teens are driving around, and they hit the old woman. Right. And so they're like, maybe we should go check on the old woman. And, of course, it takes, like, convincing to get them to go do it. Um, so they go do it, and they look for her, and they can't find her, but they find her house, and they go inside. And as everyone does in these movies, they just start fucking touching everything and just like this is my business now and i'm poking around at everything and they find like some things like oh this is 
This is a resurrection spell because one of them is a fucking spell master. Oh, or the something. punky girl is also gothy, I guess. So you know, sure. whatever. But. Yeah. So she's like, "Oh yeah, this is a spell to resurrect the dead, and here's some blood." And they're like, "Okay, let's keep that for later." And then the old woman comes in, like, "The hell are y'all doing?" I mean, this is like and, an adventure game come to life, where it's just like, "I don't know, <laughs> stick that in my pocket. It might be useful later." It's like, right, who exactly. the fuck does we'll that? Put like, that in the. Th- like, I know. Like, who's walking along? It's like, oh, a cat here. I might need that. <laughs> we might need that for a future thrill because we are thrill seekers. Right. But anyway, so it's just like she's like, "Get out of my house!" And they're all like, "Sorry, ma'am," except for the king punk who's just like. Now I'm going to beat you down uh, after they leave. Yeah, because he's established the old lady's blind. And so he's just like, I mean, she does, he does like the wave your hand in front of yeah. the face. And then like, it's like turns to his friends like, I think she's blind. It's I like, know. It's like, you know, they already have enhanced hearing. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. you, know, like, you dumbass. And also you're not whispering at all. And, but so like she lets everybody leave and grabs him and is like, you can't take that. You don't know what power. And then he's just like. You know, yeah, mag light to the head, lady. Yeah, how about a double axe handle to you? And mm-hmm. then they're like, hey, here's a place where there's a probably a body buried. Let's dig it up. Well, and they, we'll resurrect it. They had to walk. The, with... They had to walk over this like, and and somebody like, haha, mentions like, what is this pet cemetery? Ha <laughs> ha, because it's like it's a fucking right. like you know. Uh, like some weird graveyard body. It's not a fucking graveyard. Like someone describes it as no, like it's, it's, the old lady had a graveyard that she maintained. It's like, no, it's in a fucking like, you know, pentagram or some shit. Like it's, it's just a, it's like yeah. a circle with like blue rocks around it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it's clearly like some sort of like wicked, you know, right thing, you know, it's like, it's, you know, not just like the, the town locals would not, not describe this like, oh yeah, he's going to, you know, yeah, it's it's certainly not pronounced like the raised burial mound oh, no, no, in the no, first no. movie. This is just a patch of dirt, mm-hmm. and it's where the kid is buried from the flashback. So they dig him up, and they're like, okay, pour the blood on him and say the thing, and then nothing happens, and they're like, well, that sucks. All right, well, bail, I guess. And well, they, they like, bailed because the uh, the old lady kind of came to, and well, like one of the first things they did was walk in her cabin and start lighting all her candles. And right. so, like, as she's crawling, like, you know, she pulls the shawl that has all the candles on it down and sets yeah. the place ablaze. So, like, um, Amy, Amy Dolan, who yeah, Amy Dolan's was like, I'm, like, I'm going to go check on the old lady. You fucks yeah. and do whatever you're doing. And then she's like, fire, <laughs> fire, come. And they all run and like, oh, well, she's fucked. Yeah, Nothing she's we dead. Can do. Let's get out of here. Yeah. So anyway, what this does is resurrect Pumpkinhead. But when it does that, Pumpkinhead sets out to revenge the kid from the flashback and right. not the current fucks. Correct. And so the bulk of the movie is Pumpkinhead hunting down these adults that we don't ever really get the correlation. We just no, know it's, that it's these like, are the ones. It's like four kills in before it's like, hey, maybe we should start to tell you that, like, obviously these are the, the dickheads from the beginning of the movie growing up. Like, right. If you've seen a movie, you're already starting to infer this other than like the first one where I was just like, oh, Okay, this is weird. Pumpkinhead's just going to do the murder, whatever is. In oh the yeah, way. the first one just seemed like oh, Pumpkinhead's just a stalker, a slasher. Yeah. Now this is has no bearing on anything. It's just get out of my way. I'm Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. Um, so still, like, Pumpkinhead still th- is thankfully has that like you know, uh, I, just macabre sense of humor thing about him. Like where it's just right. like. I, I, you know, there was a little bit of it in the first one where it was just like, is it really necessary to <laughs> to do what you're doing before you murder them? But this one is right. just like, I don't know, your arm's off and now I'm hitting you with him. <laughs> Quit hitting yourself. Quit hitting yourself. You know, like, I mean, it's like it's that level of like Pumpkinhead is just fucking with these people like bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but so, OK, yeah. so it's he's killing off the, the now adults who uh, killed. OK, 
not I'm just not, s- not just adults. They're fucking old. Like, I mean, I'm trying to do the math and I'm like, the ages don't make any. Yeah, sense. they don't make any sense. Like, I mean, like the judge looks like he's. I mean, some of the people like are way younger than the judge and stuff. Like, it doesn't. It yeah, just because doesn't like make any Kane sense. Hodder is one of the people who right. is also one of the flashback. But that dude's like in his 30s around this point. So, and the judge is like maybe late 50s. So, but whatever. So yeah. look, I just the thing about Pumpkinhead in this movie is that it it, it is explained that Pumpkinhead fucked a lady. Mm-hmm. And the result of that was the kid Tommy, the deformed kid that was living in the woods. Yeah. And so Pumpkinhead now is some kind of weird mix of resurrected Tommy and actual Pumpkinhead mm-hmm. because of the resurrection spell or whatever. But anyway, it's just... I mean, they jump straight to Son of Pumpkinhead without the, the title being there and, yeah. you know, not, and not explaining it until like the last 30 minutes, maybe 20 minutes of the movie, if that. Right. I mean, it's maybe so, closer to the end. The the sheriff is trying to figure all this out, and the sheriff at some point has like, oh yeah, right, there was a, a nursery rhyme about Pumpkinhead, and like he delivers that poem real well, <laughs> and it's so okay. There's another character in this movie played by Gloria Hendry. Now Gloria Hendry was in Live and Let Die and a bunch of our black exploitation movies. She was in uh, Slaughter's Big Ripoff, mm-hmm. and like she's awesome. And then in this, she's terrible. Like she is the local doctor who is. I don't know. She like believes in all this stuff, but is constantly surprised that it's happening. Well, here's, and... what, here's what's stupid is like, all right. So uh, the the sheriff guy, uh, Amy Dolan's dad, has uh-huh. a wife who floats around in the background of this movie, meaning <laughs> right. fucking nothing. Like it, yeah. she literally might not, might as well not even been there. I'm not. She's saying... either a wet blanket or a supportive, you know, uh, you know, arm around you. Like, hey, you know. Good she's going, not, but it's she, like it's, it's there's there's points where she should be a wet blanket um because yeah. the sheriff keeps taking his fucking work to the dinner table in their house <laughs> with Gloria yes. Hendry who's like I guess the 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 medical examiner or something yes. I don't I don't yes. know but it's like all right here's I mean this is clearly not going to fix the script because the script is a fucking mess but mm-hmm. let me give you some script doctoring 101 I know. Take exactly the mom what out. Of, take say. the mom out of the equation. The mom yep. is dead. That's yep. part of the reason why Amy Dolan's is a fucking asshole. And yep. then he's like, there. There's clearly like a kind of weird romancey thing going on between. Like, there's one point where they see some weird, weird shit, and like they basically start hugging on each other. Like, yes. oh my god! And it's just like clearly this is what should have been happening in this movie. Yeah. And like Se- fact- several times they do the, Oh my God, I can't believe we just survived that right. kind of hug kind of thing where it's like, okay, you two are going to get together at the end of this movie. That's how this goes. Yeah. Yes. The mom character should not have been there. No, I mean, but that, that like that's it's, it doesn't fix the movie, but it would definitely make it better because it like explains why Amy Dolan's is rebellious since like her mom died when she was like 13 or something, you know, like her 12, right. you know, just like some age where I was like, Oh fuck, I'm just, just hitting puberty and Oh God, my dead mom. And like fucking, drink i'm in new york city woo you know like it's yeah. like you know so like at least it would be like an excuse for a horror movie background and also like you know you 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 don't, you have to pay one less actor that's completely unnecessary to this movie and then right you know you've got this other female lead who's clearly in more of the movie and it's just like put them together mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yep i don't know what you're doing here yeah, yeah. but anyway so like 90 percent of this movie is Pumpkinhead hunting down the adults and then when that's over, there's like seven minutes left in the movie and Pumpkinhead's like, oh, right, the kids. And well, the, kills the kids. Conveniently, all the kids got together in one place, so it made that yeah. last bit very easy. 
Yeah. Well, also, just, they just... also were in the back, like the guest house of the judge who was last on the list anyway. So it was like <laughs> right. a twofer, you know. Like yes. Pumpkin it was a, bonus. a bargain was shopper, just... you know, like, oh, I got the judge. And also, hey, all the rest of the people <laughs> are in the back. Right. Because like at the, it, it, they just kind of spill out of the cabin at the end, like, oh, no. And then Pumpkinhead's like, oh, yeah, and <laughs> murders them all except for Amy Dolan's because Andrew Robinson shows up and is just like, hey, he's put it together. He's like, oh, remember, Tommy, I met you when I was a kid and we played with your truck for two seconds. It's me. I'm that person. Mm-hmm. Don't kill hey, Tommy, Amy Dolan's. Do you, do you remember what starts with F and ends in UCK? <laughs> <laughs> fire truck uh, but yeah so like cause yeah he, he left his like this is so, so fucking stupid it's like there is this abandoned mine shaft in the middle of the fucking woods that has like a board on top of it like a yeah. plank it basically has a plank on it. it's not even nailed down there's no grate nope. it is just a gaping fucking maw into the earth that mm-hmm. apparently all the kids are like let's go play by the fucking bottomless pit like we're Tom Sawyer it's like what the fuck is wrong with you kids but exactly. so, so the, the, that's where like the sheriff caught them all hanging out like smoking pot and everything the first time it was like what are you doing here Amy Dolan's come on home with me and then like the flashback was like he was also playing at that fucking place as like an eight-year-old with a fire truck and he left it there and went back and that's how he met Tommy and was like Tommy dropped the fire truck into the thing and then was like I'll get it and like (laughs) almost falls in and then young sheriff have to has to save him and then Tommy fucks off into the woods and dies like shortly thereafter by from right not dies is murdered shortly after there by the fucking yes he is dropped into the (laughs) the hole yeah um but yeah so basically he's like hey don't kill my daughter Amy Dolan's and then like a militia has shown up who had we've seen a couple times in the movie and they just murder pumpkin head mm-hmm um yeah yeah um i want to point out that roger clinton is in this movie and this is a thing that the 90s did that i fucking hate which is just take some z-grade shithead who is in the tabloids for being a shithead and put them in your movie this is this is heidi fleiss kato kalen bullshit casting Mm mm-hmm Hey, it's 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 Roger Clinton and his name he's the mayor and it's Mayor Bubba. It's funny. Ha, it's relevant. He's he's a convicted drug trafficker, but whatever. So here's what's funny. It's like <laughs> I seem to remember his name like here's a little shit I give about Roger Clinton. It's like sure. I remember his name come up in the credits and I was like, Isn't that Bill Clinton's brother or something like <laughs> like, <laughs> like it like somewhere in my back of my brain I was like, I think that's like I should know who that is or give more of a fuck, mm-hmm. but I don't. Um and yep. then like when the mayor showed up, I was like, "What the fuck is this guy? Like, uh-huh. why do you have this like five foot six fat Elvis guy <laughs> with a fucking guitar for no reason? Like, who the fuck elected this shit cock here? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I was yeah. just like, I mean, th- th- this town makes no sense. Like, you know, the you hierarchy have, of this town is so strange. Well, I just, I mean, like the kids that are hanging out with each other don't make any sense. Who the fuck elected that guy? You know, yeah. like, you know, the judge never does any actual judging. He just hangs out with the sheriff all the time. Yeah. It's like, get away from me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'll say this. I hate Roger Clinton so much that he sings the song over the end credits, which is actually sung from Tommy's point of view and therefore would qualify for a Stargrove award. But mm-hmm. I'm disallowing it. I'm not. There's not a fucking chance I'm allowing a Roger Clinton sung song to mm. get a Stargrove award. So just no, absolutely not. Stargrove impeached. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pumpkinhead 2 sucks. Yeah, it's, 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 it's as simple as that. It just... 
So they did. They do a reasonable job recreating the effect of the pumpkin head creature, but they don't. One, they don't light it properly. Like you said, it's just this constant strobe light that is only surrounding Pumpkinhead for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll be inside a place murdering somebody, and people will be outside, and there's no flashing lights of any kind. It's it's some weird, like, only in Pumpkinhead's immediate vicinity is there flashing lights. Right. Um. So, it's not lit well... And it looks like it's missing a layer of detail. It looks like kind of a like a fleshy, almost end draft version of Pumpkinhead. It it doesn't have any like shadow or texture or detail. It just looks like they printed out the foam and put it on the dude and said go. Yeah. It's just missing this level of like detail that. However, I want to say this, and this is a thing that I I mentioned last time when we did the first Pumpkinhead. Uh, this is something for my video store days when I saw this movie. I there's there's a specific thing that happens in this movie that when people came into the video store and asked me should they rent Pumpkinhead two, I turned into Michael Scott in the office bitching about John McClane launching uh, cars into helicopters and that's why you shouldn't watch Die Hard four. Where I was basically like, hey, in the first Pumpkinhead, Pumpkinhead has a code and you know he's having fun with his job, but you know he's he's dedicated to his task and he gets it done. Mm-hmm. In Pumpkinhead two, he is giving motherfuckers backbreakers. Yeah, <laughs> he picks up one dude and right in right to camera gives this dude a wrestling move and this is not when movies were pandering to wrestling either no like this was not some sort of like hey feature us on wcw nitro because look what we did it's it's just he gives this guy a literal backbreaker move and <laughs> throws pumpkin him outdoors head. pumpkin head versus the yeti <laughs> yes exactly ah <laughs> uh, i just like that was the thing like people would come in and i'd be like hey man look Pumpkinhead was cool in the first one. In this movie, he gives someone a backbreaker. That's fucking dumb. Uh, in retrospect, it's probably the most entertaining thing in this movie that happens. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, there's um, Linnea Quigley's breasts for a few moments. Sure, that's... if you haven't seen them. I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, that's she just fucks sort of... a fat guy. That's fun. Yeah, I, I, I was just pointing it out. I mean, like on the check marks of pros and cons. I mean, you know, yep. the uh, wide availability of them, uh, uh-huh. yep. I guess diminishes the returns on needing to watch this movie for sure it's always a delight you know sure, it's sure. like hey there they are again yep. nice to see you yep. how's your father you know yes <laughs> like a comfortable pair of shoes they're just always yeah. there like you know so, so yeah it's it, you know if you want a linnea quigley kane hotter horror movie here's one from the early 90s that's a thing um, was Kane Hodder the the hunter dude that comes in for half a second is that who no he he's was? one of the the two idiot brothers oh is that what it was okay yeah I, I sort of kind of know what Kane Hodder looks like. <laughs> okay. I mean, well, that's terrible, but you know, like I, I know he's once tall. you know what Kane Hodder looks like, you will be like, oh, that's Kane Hodder. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, you know, he's not. He's most known for not looking yes. like himself. So I'm just I saying, know. I know he's a tall, big dude because yeah. that's he's the guy you call to be a Jason or what Michael right. Myers or whatever. You know, he is. He is none of those in this. He is just a dude. He's right. a hillbilly. Yeah. Okay. So while we're talking about this, because I don't want to talk about this much more. Um. While we're talking about Linnea Quigley and Kane Hodder, uh, Go on. there is there's a weird I mean, I think one of the things that's most off putting besides just about everything about this movie is that there's just a <laughs> layer of like there's a layer of collateral damage in this movie that is just gross. Like there are two women like Linnea Quigley and the sister of these yes. fucking redneck people that are horrified beyond you know, further mental capacity by the, mm-hmm. what they witnessed of the murder, you know, pumpkin murdering people. Um, yep. 
I mean, the, 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 the sister was already in a horrible situation anyway. Okay, back up, because I do want to talk about one thing. So the backbreaker is a great kill. The best kill in this movie is that among the... <laughs> The cockfighting, inbreeding, fucking redneck fucks that live out in the in the woods who are yep. definitely having sex with their sister, as is implied in this movie. Um, oh no, they flat out say. It. Well, I know. That, <laughs> yes, I mean, well, okay, not implied. It just straight said. Um, yeah. I love that one of them, Pumpkinhead, kicks one of them into one of the the cockpits, <laughs> um, into the, the cage, and um, and it gets it gets pecked out by the the, the fighting cocks. Yep. I just I really like that. Like you know. It's a weird random by like, my insert Picard! shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Sorry, that was the dumbest. No, one I've, that was the dumbest one I've ever done. And I've I've brought that phrase up way too many times. Hoisted by my you, own petards. So. You might you might be right. Um, so, OK, there is there is a line that Gloria Hendry has when she's when they find the scared uh, sister. Mm hmm. And they're they're examining her. She has this line, and she delivers it in such a way where it's like she she looks. She's done her examination, and then she talks to Andrew Robinson. And it's like she says she's one step away from being dot 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 scared to death. And it's like dun dun dun. And I was like, if this movie was called Stare, "Scared to Death," that would be a great line read, but it doesn't make any sense the, <laughs> why you've said it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, that's a great line. It makes no sense in a movie called Blood Wings. And another thing about the fucking Blood Wings oh, is right. that so Pumpkinhead is apparently drawing these Blood Wings on the houses of the people he's about to kill. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, the movie is not telling you what the fuck it means. But what it means is that in high school, these kids were part of this group called the Red Wings. Yeah, real fucking Pumpkin- original. Dumbasses. It, but like, how does Pumpkinhead know this? Uh, they were wearing their jackets as they were murdering him. Did they have like an emblem on mm-hmm. their jacket? Because the movie doesn't really show it to you. Oh, yeah, they absolutely do. Because uh, they actually specifically. So I, this is ah, God, this movie is infuriating. Uh, <laughs> there is a point when like they've they have told us the audience what the Red Wings and the Blood Wings mean. Because like, yeah, mm-hmm. Pumpkinhead's been leaving them everywhere. Like, it, it, I think. Uh, what's this nuts actually is like oh it's like a son of Sam calling card or whatever you right know, like, yeah. yeah and and something like that and it's just like then we get the explanation of like oh shit the red wing like they're going through the yearbooks of like what the fuck what do these people have in common and they're like I don't know let's check back when they're kids so they're flipping through yearbooks and finally come across like a you know red wings auto club thing with their logo it's like up in the corner of the yearbook but they specifically mm-hmm. have like you know greaser style jackets from the 50s okay and when they go to have the party that the judge has signed off on and like provided the alcohol for their fucking kids. Yeah. Uh, Amy Dolan's is like, I'm, I'm cold. I should have brought my jacket. And he runs in and grabs his dad's jacket, puts her on her. Oh. And it never fucking has anything to do with the ending. Like right. Pumpkinhead should have m- murdered Amy Dolan's. Like, I, I mean, I'm not like, not from a, this is yes, actually a, it would have been a bold ending. You would make, fucking remember Pumpkinhead 2. I'm, I'm going to go and remake Pumpkinhead 2. <laughs> like, I'm going to rewrite Pumpkinhead 2 and do it correctly. Okay, sure. And no, <laughs> because like he should have been trying to talk her out of it or talking t- talking Pumpkinhead out of murdering. I'm like, hey, I'm the one that saved you. Remember, like, this is my daughter. Please don't kill her. And then like, oh, okay, Pumpkinhead, not murder. And then like they turn around <laughs> to leave and she's wearing the fucking jacket. And he's like, yoink. Like, you know, like, hey, <laughs> yeah, he should have done what the like the fucking fairy tale about him was, is that he would rip their heart out and eat it in front of you. That's what right. Pumpkinhead should have fucking done for yeah. reals at the end and then got blown away. And so like, you know, shithead sheriff's left with, oh, no, my daughter's dead. And like fucking 
bold ending. That would have yeah. been amazing. Like, yep. you know, I'm just saying, like, that would be the kind of thing that, like, you'd be like, holy shit, I can't believe you just killed the final girl in this movie. And mm-hmm. you know, all because she was just wearing a dumb fucking jacket. But it, would, it also would have been to be the final. Girl exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. It would have been her comeuppance because she's not fucking innocent in this. She was she was complicit with all of this. Like, not, yeah, I mean, not, not I, knowing I, that, like, he clubbed her over the head with the mag light. But the other fuck did like the other kid yeah. like later confesses, like, I saw you hit her, man. It's like, why the fuck did you say anything? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, OK, so you can drink every time the shithead asks her. Did you say anything to your dad? Because yes. he says it all the time. Oh, absolutely. And it's never like a warning sign to her, like, oh, maybe you're bad news or anything. And I was yeah. firmly convinced, like, had Pumpkinhead not cut that dude's head off, like, if they had survived this, mm-hmm. she still would have fucked that dude. Like, she still would have been like, oh, we survived it. Yay. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, she absolutely. still would have been with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. S- screw off. Uh, Two bags. Just fuck off, Pumpkinhead, mm. too. I don't like you at all. Okay. Ah, uh, shit, I didn't even think about, like, having to actually rate this. I, I just disliked it so much, I, I don't mm. think I really necessarily quantified it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hmm. tough, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, no, like, I mean, I, now I'm officially confused, because, like, my head is running wild, like, trying to fix Pumpkinhead, too, like, to make it, mm-hmm. like, because it's just a few tweaks away from being okay, you know, like, yeah, not good, but okay, at least. Um... Yeah, that actually pisses me off more. Three, three bags. I mean, okay. I'm saying like I was gonna, I was gonna go with your two bags. I like that, but no, I, the fact that I, could, I could fix this movie pisses me off. And I'm not that good. I'm not saying I'm some genius filmmaker. I just like I've read a book or two, and these people clearly haven't, except for fucking Fangoria magazine. Which so, <laughs> no, I'm just saying like these are the, the. I mean, like, look, I know horror is near and dear to your heart, and I, I like true actual horror. Like horror is a genre, not slasher is a thing. Like that's the distinction. Like to me, yeah. I've had this discussion many times. The, the scariest movies are the things that are conceivably conceivably happen, like Psycho and Silence of the Lambs and Alien. I mean, again, conceivable sure. in in, you know, in the in the environment, but like, right? Slasher is like what people somehow was like that's horror, and it's like fuck you, no, it's not. It was like a weird <laughs> subgenre of horror, and like you've just distorted it to be like ah, blood fountains, like that's what makes good movies. And yeah, like I said, it's just it's this like. I, I, look, I'm, I'm not trying to necessarily dunk on the people I always dunk on. And I, I don't know why I'm actually putting a caveat because I always do. But like, it's the same shit with anime. Like, it's like good anime. There is such a thing as good anime. And I love to like, dunk an anime. But it's like what people tend to latch on to as anime is like not what's good. It's like the, right. they get, you know, like they think anime running lines and like, you know, power up things. And, th- you know, like that's what makes good anime. And it's like, no, like. It's okay, maybe if like it contains that, but like you can't. It, it's like it's like why Kiss sucks. It's like they're all show <laughs> and no fucking like you know musical talent. <laughs> you know? Like I mean, it's just yeah. like I, I hate like if 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 what you're making can't stand on its own without having blood fountains or you know stupid makeup or you know any of these things, it's like then it's probably not worth a fucking shit. You know, like it's just. Right. You know, like you're focusing on the wrong thing, you know, like, you know, it just can't you can't just be like, yeah, like, I mean, the problem with anime is like, you know, things like that are should be cool in anime happen so fucking often that it can't be cool. Like, it's just like, oh, that should be mm-hmm. awesome when like he fucking powers up to be over 9000, you know, and it's like, no, that happens like, you know, just wait seven minutes more. It's going to happen again. It's like, who gives a shit? You know, like these things yeah. that are supposed to be epic moments are like just ah, it's animation. So we can do whatever we want. And horror is the same <laughs> right. fucking way. It's just like, you know, like 
you can't just survive just on simple gore and effects and shit. It's you gotta have yeah. more. Anyway, I'm yeah, I'm off my soapbox. Fuck, fuck okay, Cuphead. I, I I just want to put something out there. I don't really want it to be like a discussion because we're at the end of this and mm-hmm. maybe we'll pick it up another time. But it's just something to think about, and this is for the audience, for you, for whoever wants to pick up this topic. There's is such a weird thing to me when you have a successful original horror movie, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Pumpkinhead. Let's just use those as three examples. You think about the immediate sequel to those three movies that were crazy hits, and they're like, okay, let's make another one. The sequel to each of those movies almost has literally nothing to do with the f- first movie. Like, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 is an entirely different concept. It's just, Freddy is possessing people. It has nothing to do with the dream world. Uh, Are you sure? That's 2? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah okay. Two's, um, two's the super weird one. Okay. 2 is out there. Yeah. Um, Friday 13th Part 2, obviously, it's now Jason. That's right. a different thing. Obviously, that worked for them. But, like, you know, unless you're the original screenwriter, then you are so mad that you sue. And then, like, you get Pumpkinhead 2. It's just like... How do we make the legend of Pumpkinhead even creepier? I don't know. He fucked a lady and he'll just do whatever. And now he's doing backbreakers. It's like, I, I, I realize the, I understand the concept of diminishing returns, but you can't possibly set out to make diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. You want to top the first one. And it seems like more often than not, the second one comes along and is just like, yeah, but what if we don't do any of that? It's like, well, all of that is what was successful. I don't understand why you've decided to stray from it. Why are you not building upon it? And instead, I'm just going to go with my theory that this is another town and all these towns have their same, same dumb pumpkin head and this dumb pumpkin head sucks. <laughs> sure. So, so there you go. That's why it looks a little different. That's why it does wrestling moves because it fucking sucks. <laughs> But I mean, this so. is not like a, this is a weird one of those. Like, I mean, the other things you listed were like, oh shit, get another one out next year. This mm-hmm. is five years later. Right. I mean, and straight to video. Like, I mean, this yeah. was like, this is a weird one because I mean, I, I don't, you know, Pumpkinhead the first was not anywhere on the level of like the Halloween Friday the 13th Nightmare no, no, Street no, no, level no. runaway success. But yeah, I mean. With, with, it was a video era thing. Like, hey, that was popular. Make another one of those. So wait. Catch me up because I, I I thought I thought Wes Craven did one two and then like the last one. No, he only did the first and the very last one. Or the he did the third one. Okay, he he wrote the third one. He didn't direct it, mm. but um, he was involved with the third one. The second one was just an immediate like right. six Sh- months later, sequel. get it out there thing. Okay, um, I don't know why. Yes. I, I always thought like he had a tighter grasp on that series than other creators with their no. thing. No, okay. No, so he like just, he, he immediately jettisoned that pretty much. Okay. Yeah, one one was his baby, and then he wrote three, and then it was just like, well, yeah. time to make shocker. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best Spider-Man so, villain. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if they wrestled it away from him. I don't know how much he wanted to keep it. Mm-hmm. You know, I you never know with those things because some guys are like, get that away from me, and I don't want to be known for that. And other guys are like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Um, well, I, know, I, th- I, mean, I think like most of the time, unless it's a, a lucky reboot, like the Friday the 13th thing, you know, yeah. like where it's like, oh, shit, this actually got better. <laughs> like, um, yeah. you know, like other than that, like most of the things where it's like the sequels are, you know, not an immediate like off a cliff diminishing returns. It's usually because somebody was still involved with it. Like, 
you know, right. like the Evil Dead or, you know, like Labor of Love. Like, I want to keep, I want to make more. It's my thing, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, you know, I, I think, you know, you think of like Evil Dead 2 and it's like, obviously they had more money so they could do right. more. And Evil Dead 2 is kind of just a remake of the first one. Exactly. But it's still a dramatic escalation of events. It is not just like a, and also ran a, you know. Well, it, it, it's, it's also, going for it. Yeah, it's also it's a little bit of a shift, though, too, because I mean, the first one is like a, a nearly deadly serious horror movie. And the second right. one is like, all right, we got more money and I've established that I'm horror slash jokey, you know, so let's just go for that. So right. not to say the yep. first one is completely straight face, but, you know, like, no, but yeah, the second one certainly goes for yeah. it. Anyway, but yes, I, OK, it's a it's a weird thing. I don't I don't I don't get it. <laughs> like, it, it seems like. I, at some point, I feel like maybe they understood it because, I mean, you know, it, it was a long time after Friday the 13th before we started having in the theater uh, runs of movies that went for as many sequels. Like, it wasn't until, like, Saw where it was like, oh, shit, like, you actually pumped out seven of those into the theater? Like, holy shit. Or, right. You know, Paranormal Activity. It's like these things started becoming like, yeah, maybe we should keep it up to, like, in the theater quality, not that just like, I don't know, shit it out on video and we'll make a few bucks. Right. Yeah, because, like, Leprechaun was a theatrical movie, and then right. they made, like, six that went straight to video. Exactly, so. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, something to think about. Yeah. A, a thinker. <laughs> it's a way homer. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, thank you guys for, for listening and, and voting for Pumpkinhead, too. We really appreciate it. Uh, I'm sorry um, I offended all the Weeb Kiss fans uh, <laughs> who, like, what else did I throw in there? Uh, Fangoria, um, just, just general horror nuts, yeah. fa- gore fans, yeah. Gore fans, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. We've said worse. Um, I, I know. We, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you like you like Kiss and you like Gore, just fucking like listen to Guar. I mean, like yeah, save yourself some fucking really... time. I mean, it's just like <laughs> they equally yes. suck. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, man, it takes all kinds. It you does. do you. We appreciate you. We appreciate your money, mm-hmm. uh, which you give to us at patreon.com slash bmfcast. Please keep doing that. Don't listen to Harlow. Listen to me. I love all of you. Uh, please continue to uh, vote for these fantastic movies that we have in the poll. We love watching them so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be back next week with another one of these that you have chosen, and I can't wait to find out what that's going to be. Yep. Uh, until that time comes, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamfcast Extra out. And I want to rock and roll all night. <laughs> and part of every day. Oh, just part? Yeah. Okay. Okay.